Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another brand new special edition of the EPL Boys. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, it is special for one reason and one reason only. We have officially hit 200 episodes here for the EPL Boys. JD has been here since day one. I have trickled in, I think, about just before halfway, I think, to this point, if I'm not mistaken. I don't think we were at... I think, I uh, was it between 50 and 70 episodes, maybe? Yeah, I think I've been here a chunk. I haven't been here the entire thing, but... You've been here J- most of the time at this point. But, J.D., two, 200 episodes here of the EPL, boys. It has been quite an adventure, I'd like to just throw out there. We have made some wonderful friends, not just acquaintances. We've made friends... So far on the first 200 episodes, I say some, first. Some that I've met and you have not because you have not gone to social functions. Yeah, no, I just, I don't, I don't do that. I just <laughs> don't, don't make me leave my house. Okay. That's, that's the whole point of doing a podcast over a computer is so I never, ever, ever have to leave my four walls. Now, eventually I, I'm just, I'm terrible when it comes to cold. Don't make me go outside if it's cold. Matt, I don't like cold. Matt. Two weekends ago, it I was not cold. I don't want to hear this. Okay. It was not Do- cold. We, we had a great time at that concert. You could have shown up. Ugh. Forget, well, forget so you. It was a free concert. I had a bunch of free tickets. You could have, there's no excuses. It was not cold and it was a if great you, time. I, I think I've used like eight different excuses now at this point. So I'm just going to throw one of those into the ever so throwing Russian roulette of things I could say to be okay with not and, going two weeks ago. Also, to our listeners, Matt even tried to plan a social event in June of this year, and then uh, found well, out he can't go. Well, it, so and he's like, "Oh, you I, guys could so, all go. Like, I so, just can't go." It's, it's like, what the fuck? <laughs> so, I had the first time I met Matt in person. It was a surprise. He didn't even know I was coming. Ah, but where was it? It was at your house. Yeah, there we go. There we go. If you want to hang out with me, just show up at my house. I'm not telling you. Is that the only time I've I've met you in person? No, JD. No, JD. We've gone to Red Bull Arena together. Um, (laughs) I know, I know, but I feel like everyone listening is probably like, yeah, that's the only time. Yeah, that's the only time. (laughs) We have made it 200 episodes, 200 crazy fun episodes. Uh, for those who remember Logan, Logan being at the beginning of this podcast's journey. It was his and, idea. It was his yeah. idea. He, he so, reached out to me. He called me and said, let's start a fucking podcast talking about the Premier League. And I was like, yeah, sure. I got nothing. It was, it was mid-COVID, so I had, I had nothing to do. Yeah. So, and I had all the equipment. I, you know, I know how to, you know, record and mix stuff. So, I, it made sense. And, um, you know, I appreciate Logan so much. And, um, yeah, he just, he wasn't really feeling it, you know, uh, as we went on and I was still feeling it. So I was just like, Oh, you know, I'll keep it going. And we had added Matt at that point. 
Um, so it made sense. It, it made sense to keep the podcast going, and I, I'm I'm very happy to continue doing it for uh, 200 more episodes. Yeah, let's 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 definitely make that a point. 200 more episodes minimum. Like we're signing the contract. Like 200 minimum. We're gonna we're gonna catch up to Lad's podcast. That's all I'm I saying. Mean, I don't yeah. know what number they're at, but I know we put out two a week, and uh, we're Kev. We're gonna catch up to you. It's it's not a race. It's marathon. Okay, I'm making a sp- it a race. Not not. <laughs> uh, JD's over here trying to make this Fast and the Furious 14, which by the way, terrible. Why stop, the stop f- making yeah, these movies? Stop making Fast. Did we and the Furious. did we talk about it on the last? Yeah, episode? we did. We did. We did. <laughs> I stopped stop. watching. I confirmed stop watching after Tokyo Drift. I was yep, like, I, yep, I, I Tokyo don't... Drift. That, that was the last good one. And yeah. is that is that the second one? I no. I think there was one. There was Fast and the Furious. There was two Fast. There was two Fast, Two Furious, which was also good in Decent. my opinion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then I think there was Tokyo Drift, and then I was just like, okay, we 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 could stop this now, right? Like. Nope. That's it. Vin Diesel's family has to continue growing, and they added the Rock, and it's just, it's just ridiculous. I, like, J- I hate like, it. J- like Jason Statham is now in these movies. Like, I, and well, see, I think, he, oh I yeah, like Jason and, Statham and I just, John Cena. I think, I think John, John Cena. I think John Cena's in it too. So we're just, I, I, no, I, I'm not letting us talk about Fast and the Furious. I'm not. I'm just not. I'm also upset that they're making another Indiana Jones movie. Oh, yeah. Like, they didn't learn from the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. Like, maybe we should not reboot this. They're rebooting it again. I yeah, I don't understand. I, and Shia LaBeouf's not even in it. He was the best part of that reboot. Shia LaBeouf yeah. was really good in Kingdom of the Crystal Skull. The movie just sucked overall. And they're not. I, um, he's not even in it. Like, what the fuck? Like, I, I, I am very much like, I'm going to watch it because I'm a huge Harrison Ford fan, but I'm not going to be happy that I'm watching it. Oh, like, yeah, I'm definitely going to watch it because, yeah, Harrison Ford's great. I like, I love Indiana Jones, but like, fuck, put, stop put it. Ha- put Harrison Ford into Fast and the Furious and I'll watch it. <laughs> okay, that's, there you go. Dear Hollywood, that's how we get Matt. Put Harrison Ford in all the movies. Uh, but yeah, we have, we, we are 200 episodes in, we are going to be recapping all of this weekend's EPL fixtures, and, and once again, JD, once again, I would just like a normal week in the Premier League. Just one. I'd like to like sit down. That doesn't exist, Matt. I'd like to put, I'd like to open my notes and go, hey, there were 10 games that happened and you know what? It happened. Like they were just right to how they were supposed to be. Nope. Lee Mason gets fired and somehow Marcel Sabitzer doesn't get sent off. That's all I'm saying. There's a correlation. I I would like to start with that. Lee Mason, (laughs) uh, a part of the VAR team for pro ref, uh, I love I love when these statements come out. Mutually parted ways. Nah, yeah, motherfucker. No, no, no. They gave him they gave him you know six, like three or six months of pay you know to to fucking leave. Yeah, I I. Which by the way, Howard Webb completely forgot. Howard Webb is like still in charge of a lot of shit for refereeing. Like basically, like oh yeah, it was on mutual consent. Nah, motherfucker, you fired him and he just said okay. Like, that's the mutual consent part of all this. Uh, yep, so I do believe that this is a huge thing. Because this is, I think, the first time, JD, in a very long time I've ever seen a ref physically lose their job. Yeah, and clean this house. is, And this is off of the, um, 
this is off of the uh, Arsenal uh, issue from last week during the uh, game against Brentford with the one goal for Brentford that w- where the player was coming in from an offsides position. So that, again, that does have massive implications, and we won't know what those two points mean until the season concludes. So Lee Mason is still has his fingerprints on what the Premier League table will look like, and it's 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 crazy. But yeah, like JD said, clean house. Absolutely. All this of them. Is, all this of them. Is, Just get I, rid of all of them. I think this is like the first domino, if that makes any sense. Like, now every single ref is going to be on, you know, they're going to be on pack watch. They are going to be on, like, dude, you mess up one big time, that could be it for you, too. And I'm hoping that these refs now have this information in their head and walk a little bit of a finer line. That's all I have to say. So hopefully stuff like that does happen. The other thing that I wanted to bring up is there are two separate parties who have now officially put in bids for Manchester United um some uh a group out of Qatar and then a group out of the UK you can look it up on your own I'll be honest with you I don't think either one of those are going to work I hear it's a 4.5 billion dollar bid for both of them Elon Musk as well Elon Musk hasn't put in a formal bid but the one thing that I found out today we are recording on Sunday we are recording a day earlier than we usually do Apparently, the Glazers have got financial ba- additional financial backing from another bank, which is 100% meaning the Glazers won't sell. They just won't sell. If the Glazers are like, wait a minute, we can pull more money out of this, why the fuck would they sell? So, um, I, I just need, whether it's the group out of the UK, Elon Musk, the group out of Qatar, just bid $6 billion, pay what the Glazers ask, get them the fuck out. That's it. This this is going to drag on so fucking long because the Glazers are going to do everything in their power to fucking make this the most painful process on earth cuz why on earth would they make anything anything easy? JD, I don't even know how the Glazers got rich. Like that's like the thing Couldn't that always tell should, you. Yeah, like I I like you could like you can look at certain like billionaires around the world, trillionaires around the world. You could say you could tell how they've made their money. I don't know how fucking the Glazers got rich. I really don't. And it pisses me the fuck off that like the only thing these two fucking knobheads have is fucking owning the Bucks and owning Manchester United. Fucking hate it. You lost to the Cowboys in the playoffs. You're fucking terrible. You just like, can't be happy, can you? United's finally decent again. Uh, decent and- eight, first of all, decent ain't the word, one. Two... We are going to have a conversation about a certain player because I said a quote on the last podcast and I can't wait to continue talking about your Uh, He's he's offside for his first goal. Uh, uh, Cry hard. No, second second goal. First goal, he's selfish as fuck. Don't care. Don't care. When you're offside for a second goal. When when you're hot like that, I don't give a fuck. And VAR is the greatest invention to throw And Lissandra Martinez fouled the player leading up to it. But yeah, we'll get to that wouldn't even oh my god tears tears what is this just put just drip them right into my water glass before i take a sip because it's so good oh yeah yeah. 200th episode special and you're drinking water Ah. love it yeah i uh trying to cut back on the alcoholic beverages before the MLS season before the mls season because once the mls season kicks in 
the diet gets a little looser, the alcoholic beverages flow just a little bit more. Well, when you're when you're for 45 minutes for a whole half of a Red Bull game, when you're standing opposite of the field, not even watching the game, I don't know how you do that. I don't know how you you're in the stadium in the supporter section and you don't even get to watch the game. It's super, super fun. Highly recommended. I get to stare at a bunch of people. They blast. Highly recommended. 10 out of 10. Would bunch recommend. Bunch of drunk brutes. Fucking. Would, would like, recommend. 10 out of 10. De- there's, about, there's about 10 of them in total because that's all that uh, Rebel Arena can, you know, sell tickets for. But regardless. <sighs> Let's get to these games. Let's get to these games. Um, I hate to say we're going to start with the best, but we're physically going to start with the best game because it was the 7.30 kickoff here on the East Coast. Aston Villa 2, Arsenal 4. This uh, game... 3-2. Three, 3-2. Three, two. Three, two. That last goal doesn't count. <laughs> uh, no, you, I think you can actually... That, there's an argument there because they pulled the goalie, so... I'm, I'm making a joke, obviously. All right, but... all right, I was about to say, for someone who appreciates the beautiful sport of hockey, that goal counts. <laughs> Every day of the week. That is a play stupid games, win stupid prizes. No, I know, I know, I know. I'm just joking. um, Martinelli celebrating before it, though. Cringe. Absolute cringe. Absolute cringe. Let's. So, this game was back and forth like crazy. Aston Villa came out like a freaking rocket out of a fucking cannon. Goal in the first five minutes, absolutely deserved, but Arsenal retaliate back. Getting the goal in the 16th minute from Bakayo Saka. An absolutely fucking well-hit, just fucking bomb. Philip Coutinho shaking up the Premier League table by putting Aston Villa up 2-1. But then from there, it was all Arsenal. Sinchenko getting his first ever Premier League goal, which, by the way, that is a crazy stat in itself. Um... We didn't play at City regularly. Yeah, but I mean, I, I, but when you play for a Man City squad, I kind of just assume you find a goal by accident. Um, Martinez getting the own goal off of a Jorginho, absolutely well hit bomb. Uh, I understand that the ball ricocheted off Martinez. You give Jorginho that goal. I am so fucking sorry. That you can't, you can't though. I, I, it, 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 it actually goes down as a shot off target. Yeah, that's, I. I mean, you, you know, yeah. I understand. No, I, get it. I understand I get what it. you're saying. I get but you, it. you physically cannot give him that goal because it's, I, it's actually a shot off target. Yeah. Because, um, it hit, because it hit the frame. Yeah, going into extra time, this game was two two. The final score was four two because then the Jorginho goal happened, and then it was a corner that. Aston Villa was trying to take advantage of by bringing up the goalkeeper and an absolutely poor hit corner led to Martinelli being hit on the break by himself, scoring a tap in to finish this game 4-2. And for the moment, JD, Arsenal would go back to top of the table. What are our thoughts, man? This game was fucking wild. Yeah, it was a wild game. I think Villa actually played a very, very good game. Um, it took till the end where like the, the Jorginho shot is amazing. It's incredible for a player like that to actually do something good. Um, for one thing, it's a shot off target that comes to back off the post hits Martinez in the back of the head. He has no idea. It goes in charity FC. I'm sorry. I, I have to say that this game should have ended two two and 
I think most people other than Arsenal fans would have been satisfied. The neutral would have been satisfied based on how the game was played. A 2-2 result was pretty fucking fair. I it's it sucks to see a game decided on that. And you know, it couldn't happen to worse people. I I'm sorry. Fuck Arsenal. And then the fourth goal is just, you know, you, you have to. You have to send you have to send Martinez up for that corner. It you know, it's whatever. And it's you know, ends in four two. I don't know. I think Arsenal got really lucky, and this is me being unbiased. I think Arsenal got very fucking lucky. Granted, four two scoreline, that does not tell the story. They were outplayed for a lot of the game by Aston Villa. I think Unai Emery set his team up very well. He, he knows, you know, how to play against Arsenal because he fucking coached them. They're lucky. Not to say they're they're not a good team. They're a very, very, very good team. They're, they are very lucky that they got points out of this. I don't know. Yeah, I... I, I think lucky is a tough word. I feel like Arsenal really grinded out this result. I Fortu- th- Fortunate, I, then. Fortunate. I, I, I think this shows a lot of character because I feel like for this Arsenal team, especially with the run of form that they've been in, it... it it takes a lot to be... How do I put this? So basically, I'm trying to say is, for a team in such a poor run of form, in such... like, Because again, they were losing this game twice. Like, like, a lot of teams in this position, they would have just folded. Like, they would have just folded. But getting two late goals, yes, one of them was an empty net. But for this Arsenal team, that's the difference between four, like past Arsenal clubs... And this Arsenal club. This Arsenal club is going to fight until the very last minute. They've gotten a few late winners this year. That is That shows a lot of character being able to do shit like that. So for me, I think Arsenal deserve all the credit in the world for what they did. And they, again, they were the first team at this moment. I believe they deserve to be top of the table as that game went final. So... They, at this point, would go a few... I think, if I'm not mistaken, they went three points above City. Uh, but City still had the game of their own to play. Next game, we're going to go Brentford 1, Crystal Palace 1. This game, honestly, was really cagey for the first 45 minutes. Uh, a classic example of two teams that didn't want to take the big rest. But Eze getting a really, really nice goal. But... This Brentford team at home does not give up the 96th minute equalizer by JD. Let me know if I'm saying this name correctly. Is it Janlet? Janelt. Janelt. The tall Janelt. Janelt. That's what it is. But the late equalizer sees both teams get one point. Um, I'm going to use the same thing I said for that Arsenal club about Brentford is they have that little something in them where they're just like, as long as they're within a shouting distance, they can grab points from any game. And this result is crushing for Crystal Palace. Because I think at that point, Crystal Palace played a sloppy game, got their goal, sat back and defended. I really thought this would have just like, this This is a game that Roy Hodgins would have been so proud of from Crystal Palace. But then they give up that late goal and it's just, it, it's... I feel like this feels like a loss for Crystal Palace. 
Yeah, the way they played, I, I, I think getting that goal when they did in, in, in the 70th minute, they should have closed out this game. But you're right, Brentford, they just have this knack of playing really well at home. And I I don't know. I don't know. I think this was a good game for a 1-1 draw and both goals coming in the second half. I I think this was a fun game to watch. And I, I don't know. I... I think, yeah, you're right. This is a much bigger point for Brentford than it is Crystal Palace because it should feel like a loss for Palace. And for Brentford, this should be just save points. They they played okay, but not to their ability. They I think they should be beating Palace here. And, you know, getting a point, it, all those points matter. Brentford, Brentford will be fine. They're not pushing for Europe or anything, but they, they're not anywhere near the relegation zone. So I... I, I think this is good from Brentford overall after the game. Let's move on. Brighton zero, Fulham one. Crazy game. This game. Crazy game. Th- this this game was truly all over the place. JD, go ahead. I watched most of this game, and these are all. So I, I will preface: there were what six games at ten a.m. on the East Coast. So fucking stupid. I was down in Maryland with a good friend of mine who's a huge soccer fan, and we were switching through. So I, when I say I watched a lot of these games, I did. I actually did because we were switching back and forth through the games. You know, fucking this is the one I watched the most of, and it was 0-0 for most of the fucking game, and we switched out of it in, like, the 75th minute because we're thinking, okay, it'll be a 0-0. We'll, I, I don't even remember which game we switched to after that. But fuck me because we missed a, you know, game-defying goal. Right at the end, and holy shit, I cannot believe Brighton lost this game. I'm I'm shocked. I I thought it would be a draw, and I was looking towards that, but Fulham, I I just did not expect them to to do a smash and grab one nil victory. I this Brighton team is just so good. Yeah, and there there are some other results from this weekend that are just wild. I and so it it it's it makes sense, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Manor Solomon, uh, never heard of him, but uh, great goal. Yeah, it's just Solomon with a really, really nice goal, but I, I, Leno definitely deserves a shout. He had to put in an absolute shift. I mean, Brighton really were throwing the kitchen sink at, you know, Fulham at certain points of this game, but Fulham bent, but they didn't break, which you love to see that shows of true maturity in a team, a team that like kind of knows what they have to do. They just have to get to get through the bad times and they can get that opportunity. But yeah, usually Brighton's the team that's scoring late and grabbing all three points from people. And this just happened to be the other way around, man. Fulham. And this is huge for Fulham. Yes. They've played two more games than Brighton, but Fulham now go into sixth, which means if the season ended today, Fulham are going to be playing European football. Which is like, in ge- oh, they'd be playing Europa League, and then Brighton would be playing Europa League Conference, which is the true, you know, it's the true. And, yeah. And as a Liverpool fan, and we'll get to the Liverpool game, but this result is actually the best for Liverpool yeah. for their European hopes because Fulham have now played twenty four games. Liverpool have only played twenty two. The same amount as Brighton, and now they're they're tied on points and they're tied on goal difference i think yeah 10 10 each or plus 10 for both liverpool and brighton it's just like one each of goals against versus goals for 
So that's why Brighton's seventh and Liverpool's eighth. But this is this is a great result as a Liverpool fan. Don't get me wrong. Because they're yeah. both tied on, on 35 points. Uh, and yeah. So I'm happy. But I unexpected yeah. in, from my perspective. And JD's happiness will continue. But we will get to that in a few minutes. I said on the last episode that if Chelsea did not grab all three points from Southampton, blow up the project. Blow it up in its entirety. Chelsea zero, Southampton one. And how did it happen? Who else but James Ward-Prowse from a free kick? Death, taxes. James Ward-Prowse is the great... I'm done. Right now, he is the best set-piece taker in the world right now. No. No. Stop. Stop. James Ward-Prowse is the greatest free kick taker football has ever seen. Ever. Period. Done. There are no professional footballers that can hit a free kick like James Ward-Prowse. Ever. When his days are done, James Ward-Prowse will go down as the greatest free kick taker in the world of football. Doesn't matter the ge- the generation. Doesn't matter what year it was. Doesn't matter. No. Absolutely not. Goalies are better now than they ever were. Ever. And James Ward-Prowse makes them all look like freaking idiots. I no, Watching James Ward take free kicks gives me hope that world peace could happen. Like, I shit you not. Like, seeing something so beautiful happen basically every week, it's like, come on. And that's all we're talking about with, by, by Southampton, by the way. That's the end of the Southampton part of this conversation. Here are your flowers. Good job, Southampton. You're still in last place. Turns chair aggressively towards Chelsea. What the fuck? Like, this is no longer on the funny. This is now on the... Why are you here? Why are you here? Like, like seriously. Seriously, why are you here? I, I was... I'm a loss for words. For watching Chelsea, seeing Chelsea, absorbing Chelsea. JD, I am absolutely at a loss... I, I need guidance. This team is fucking terrible. How can a team that has spent $700 million be terrible? Like, there's bad. Eh, they're on a bad run of form. Or, eh, they're just not putting it together. And then there's terrible. Because they were terrible today. Yeah. It's, it's, it's unexplainable how you can buy all these players... Obviously, at over overly inflated prices, so that adds to it. You know, seven hundred million. The squad is probably worth a lot less than that. They just had to pay a premium to get them, and that's that's just the world of football. But doesn't matter. You're you're still buying pretty quality players when it comes down to it. Enzo Fernandez, Mudrick. I uh, I can't even fucking think of names right uh, now Joao, but Joao Felix Joao Felix yeah, yeah Joao Felix I it, it's you know Fafa- it's, yeah Fafana they have uh well, that was that was yeah. a shrewd buy to be yeah. honest but well, the, the, yeah, well that, Fofa- that Fofana the yeah. other Fofana we haven't even fucking seen the 80 million pound yeah. defender well, from he, Leicester well, yeah. he, well he came he came on at halftime for this game yeah well cool yeah he did absolutely nothing yeah I I'll be honest with you 
Chelsea didn't really start to look like something like could happen until someone named Kai Havertz came off their bench and started like moving stuff around, which is like that's got to be the worst feeling on earth as an owner. Like the you, guy you out, already had. Yeah, yeah. Li- literally all the pieces you bought are doing jack shit, but the guy who just happens to already be here is the one who makes the instant impact. Um I have a gut feeling when Chelsea get eliminated next week in the Champions League that'll also be Graham Potter's last game because JD, well, it'll be two it'll be that'll only be the first leg but yeah no well no they lost the first leg oh sorry I'm thinking of Liverpool so, uh it, it'll be not next week but the week after yeah the week after yes yeah yeah when when they lose because it's not if anymore it's when they lose he's fired because Graham Potter's starting to do he that thing. should be fired now. <laughs> well, all all coaches have, like, do this right before they get fired, and they start to have, like, personal, like, beefs with the media. And someone in the media did ask an absolutely ridiculously stupid question where, like, are you the worst manager in Chelsea history? <laughs> what, one, what answer do you expect a manager to give, but two, Graham Potter's starting to do the whole, like, attacking people thing, like, verbally attacking people. And he's like, well, it's not, you know, uh, you know, like you start getting into the huff and puff. And like, that's usually when managers are like on their absolute last string. There's no way. There's, there's no way Graham Potter saves his job. There isn't. They, like, he has to be right now odds on Vegas favorites to lose his job next. He has to be, right? Yeah, if you bet money right now on Graham Potter getting sacked, you're going to lose money. That's that's how that works. You know, sorry to tell you, but you're going to lose money if you're right. That's how lo- that's how low the odds are yeah. or or how high the odds are. Sorry. Sorry. You know, betting betting culture is like high and low. It's, it could be opposite, you know what? That's how high the odds are of him getting sacked is that you will actually lose money if you bet on him getting sacked because it will happen. It's a guaranteed result. JD, I'm just gonna throw a no. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you a quick fire question, and I just want a number, just a number, nothing else. Chelsea are exactly ten points out of fifth. Now let's let's make it a little bit. They are eleven points out of fourth, but they have one game in hand. JD, percentage that Chelsea can find some miracle to qualify for a Champions League spot. Five percent. That is four and a half more percent than I would have given. I've just I'm being conservative. Five percent. Yeah, that's if Chelsea turn this around and make Champions League one, every team above them absolutely shame on you. Number two, that would be the greatest turnaround in sports history. Like, do you believe in miracles? Yes, would be second to the Chelsea second half of the season come back to Champions League football. LeBron James and the Cleveland Cavaliers coming, winning the NBA championship from 3-1 down. No, it doesn't hold a candle. The Red Sox coming back from 3-0 down to beat the Yankees in the ALCS would not hold a candle to Chelsea making Champions League at this point. It would. It, this is all hypothetical, but it would be like the New York Red Bulls winning MLS Cup. I want to get into that really quickly for one second. <laughs> hey, uh, MLS people, 
Do you know what I enjoy every single preseason a little bit more than everyone else does? I enjoy when every single beat writer, MLS journalist, and MLS Stan account page always has the Red Bull outside the playoff picture at the beginning of the season. It tickles me. It warms my heart that no one believes in us, and I really don't care, because then we finish the season, we make the playoffs, and then I get to do on Twitter the whole, like, hey, at this person, where are you at now? You know, shit like that. JD, everyone says the Red Bull are going to make the playoffs, and now I Matt, am I am officially concerned. Matt, I'm officially concerned. I am. Matt, the New York Red Bull are the Tottenham of the MLS because where's the trophy for making the playoffs? Ah, that's not what, true. No, no, hold on, not true. Absolutely not true. We have won the league three times. Were you called the New York Red Bulls? Yes, all three times. All three times we won the win. No, we... not the supporter shield. Uh, Fuck off. No, uh, excuse me. That's that... not how America works. I, I hate I don't it. Care. I, I, don't, I agree. I, don't, I, I, don't, I hate it. I don't but care. That's not how the champion is decided. I, I don't care how America works. Okay, in America, <laughs> I'm not allowed to fucking take my caffeine via a small little shot. I'm supposed to have it in a big cup of coffee. Like. Maybe I like the way they do it overseas. Maybe it's easier over there. Okay? Leave me alone. I've won my three <laughs> things. I would... Oh, God. I'm trying to think really, like... Do you have the stars on the jersey to prove it? I have stars on my jersey, and that's all that matters. <laughs> yeah, dear MLS beat writers, stop. You're taking away the fun thing. Okay? I like the fun thing. I, I, I want people to, like say that we're going to struggle we're not going to make the playoffs that 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 warms me you're taking away the thing that makes me warm it's not fair okay look death i'm gonna do what you did death taxes the red bulls getting knocked out in the first round of the playoffs they made the playoffs great but usually it's the philly union or who'd you get knocked out this year by was that cincinnati i was cincinnati and guess you beat cincinnati right after Philly Union. See, you can't be our rival when you do things like that. Like, I, I just want. Well, back. the year before we knocked you out yeah, in that, 120 that, feet. At, at, I was there. I was there. I was. Thank there. God. And I th know you were too. Thank but. God. J JD went to a game. I just want to put this in the oh, universe. J oh. JD finally went to a game. I'm I'm a Sons of Ben proud member. Oh. Uh, I've been to many. I, I, look, I, I sound like I'm joking. I have been to a ton of union games and i will go to a ton this season i would like receipts please i would like receipts, the receipts. i would like the receipts please okay you've i send you pictures I all would the like, time whenever I, i'm there i would like sources i would like i would like sources do i is there evidence are there other people seeing you at these events i i yep. are are there photo documented with the n day time and info on this i need you know what's you know what's great about snapchat memories they give you the okay. day and time. Okay. okay. All right. Justin, so I, Justin, I can't wait. J Justin, if you could follow up on this, that'd be great. I have an inside man. Um, <laughs> let's, let's, let's move on. Everton one leads nothing. Did clown, I ever? Clown. Circus. It's an absolute circus. Fuck did, this. Did I ever tell you how much I love Sean Dyche? I think he's just the best. I think he, I, I think England should have him be the manager. I actually, actually do think Sean Dyche as the England manager would make way more sense than people are going to make it out to be. Um, absolutely. Um, nothing tickles me warmer than watching Leeds struggle. And all these American fucking Twitter accounts 
can't stop fucking masturbating over the thought of Tyler Adams and Weston McKenney going into challenges recklessly and doing the whole, oh, we're from America. Ah. You lost again, okay? Like, this is the thing that annoys the shit out of me with these American fucking stan accounts all on internet. All they're doing is fucking rewinding the clips of these fucking Americans going in and fucking pushing people down and being bullies. But then no one ever talks about what the final score was. This game had one, one goal. And it wasn't even like a great goal. It was like very much a like opportunity just happened to fall on Shane Coleman's lap and tap ball in. But like this game was fucking, uh, this it wasn't even a game. JD, this wasn't a game. This was a fight. This was an absolute fucking like all 11 people. Versus all of those 11 people, everyone just fist fight. Whoever's the last man standing wins. Yeah, uh, it was, could not have been closer in, you know, possession, passes, things like that. I think you need to respect Seamus Coleman here because, well, it goes both ways. Melier is a terrible goalkeeper. I have said this yeah. since we started the podcast. Absolutely. Melier is not a good goalkeeper. Overrated. Granted, he is not old. He is very young. He's 23 or 24. Okay, yeah, but not, well, what are we going to do? The whole fucking Jesse fucking Lingard thing? He's going to end up turning 29, and we're going to talk about well, how young he, this guy still I, is? I think it's different with goalkeepers because, you know, a goalkeeper's career usually extends past an outfielder's play like, career. He's not good. He wasn't good three years ago, and he's not good now, so I, I just, I don't, I don't see him getting any better. That goal pretty much comes down to Melier being a terrible goalkeeper. Seamus Coleman, at, give him some respect. That is a ridiculous goal to score at. The angle that he scored it at is insane. But a normal, decent goalkeeper doesn't stand 5 to 10 yards off his line when that cross comes in. I, it, it's, it's a joke in from both ways. Like, I don't think... Coleman's probably not trying to shoot there. He's trying to cross it. He mishits the cross... And it just goes in because Melee is a terrible goalkeeper. That the fact that that's that decided the game. This game should have ended zero zero. I, it, McKenny and Adams, fucking. It, it is fun to watch as an American to see your American guys, you know, just beating the shit out of the other players, whether you know in between plays or on the field. They're good players. The rest of Leeds is not good. Brendan Aronson. Having to come off the bench to even see time, it, it's ridiculous. I get them all out. Honestly, they weeds might go down and just get get those three out. Like McKenny's on a loan deal, so actually he's going back to Juventus and whatever that means. I I don't think Leeds are going to buy him permanently if they go well, especially if they go down. They're not buying Weston McKenny permanently. Tyler Adams, Brendan Aronson, get you know call your agents, get them the fuck out. Like Brendan Aronson should be starting. I don't know why he's not. I, yeah, like, I'm trying to, like, see if I could add or anything to that, but, like, yeah, um, Everton are officially out of the relegation zone, like, that also, they'll be, they'll be back in it soon enough, yeah, I think, I, 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 dude, I, dude, I, they're not, they're not good, they're, they're not a good team, the first part of Sean Deitch's master plan was get out of relegation zone, done, like, he's already out of it, now, it's stay out like the it, 
you will not be watching Everton play the pretty football. That's not what they're going to do for the remaining games that they have. Um, draws. Draws for the rest of the season. Two, uh, a loss and two draws. A loss and two draws. That is going to take Everton to the promised land. And Sean Dyche is going to fucking pull out another masterclass. Bias. Bias 100% of the way when I say these words. Relegate leads from my life permanently. Just do it. I don't think anything they do is cute. I didn't think it was good when it was Beelzebul. I didn't say it was bad when it was Marsh, but uh, I'll be honest, I held my tongue a little bit there. It's not Marsh anymore. It's Chris Armas and the rest of the, you know, whoever they have managing that club. Go down. Please go down. Just go down. Stay down. Don't come back up. Come back up in like 65 years when I stopped watching the Premier League because I'm in the ground. Like, that's it. It would make me happy. I'm sure it would. Okay. You know how I said I, you know how I said I kind of wanted like, oh, we can't have a normal weekend in the Premier League. Well, here we go. Man City going up against Nottingham Forest. Final score, 1-1. Manchester City had the ability to go back atop of the Premier League with goal differential, but dropped two points against Nottingham Forest on the road. Uh, a little bit of brilliance from Bernardo Silva getting the first goal from Manchester City. But then, who else, J.D.? Who else but Chris Wood coming in and getting the 84th minute equalizer. This game would finish 1-1. JD, uh, I'm not going to say a gift to Arsenal because I think City played well in this game. Um, it was really funny watching Erling Holland go full uh, Darwin Nunes, like hitting the posts, hitting the goalie, hitting it over all in like one sequence of play. Uh, but outside of that, like... I don't, JD, I, I don't know, man. This this game was weird. This was a very weird game. I will give you that. Forrest had one shot on target, and it was the 84th minute equalizer from Chris Wood. Uh, City outplayed them in every way, but this is kind of a thing that City can do. They can, they can have all the possession, they can have all the chances, but they can't break down certain teams, certain low-blocking teams that just need a point out of this game. And that's Nottingham Forest leading up to this match. They are actually in some pretty good form, to be honest. Uh, respective to, you know, this team, they're in decent form. I I don't know. I think this is just what City do. I, I, I honestly, at this point, I think City are going to win the league. They are. They, they just will. It doesn't. This result doesn't matter for them. They can they can be sad. They can be angry that they didn't get all three points. It's not going to matter in the bigger games. It's they're going to get three points, and it, it's just going to happen. Forest, wow, like what a point to get, and this might save your season. I, I, I just, this is an invaluable point. So that that's really all I have to say. I mean, Bernardo Silva's goal was insane, and Chris Wood getting the goal in in the circumstances is also insane. And I, I'm glad I didn't watch this game. This would have been a dumb game to watch, even if City won like five nothing. I wouldn't have cared. Like, 
oh, I expect them to do that. But even when they draw 1-1, like, I don't give a shit. This this is not a game that matters. City win the games that matter in the, in the Premier League. Let me, let me asterisk that. They win the games that matter in the Premier League. Champions League is a whole other thing. But, yeah. Arsenal still have one game to play. Um, but they are two points ahead. So if I, I think so, Arsenal is going to fuck up more more than City I w- for, the, for the next, like, 14 games. <laughs> I, I will not say what I want to say. I will not say until City and Arsenal play that one final time this season. I feel like the, the league will be decided on what the result of that final game is. I, I really, really do. Uh, next game, the final one of the 10 a.m. slots... Wolves nothing. Bournemouth one. Bonkers. I don't want to talk about this game. This yeah, there's this, not there's like, not much to talk. Like the the only goal coming from Marcus uh, Treverier. Uh, uh, Tavernier, are you kidding me? Wh- whatever, who cares? Like I, honestly, like if you're a <laughs> if you're a Wolves fan or a Bournemouth fan who's listening, I apologize that this game did not get my full attention. Um. File a formal complaint with the English Premier League about not having fucking five or six fucking six games. games. Yeah, six, six games. 10 six games. 10 a.m. games. Like, well, th- well, 3 p.m. games in England. But yeah, yeah, whatever. D- don't care. This, like... Which also, also, six 3 p.m. games. Do you know that... You you know about the, the UK uh, blackout time on Saturdays? I, go ahead. Between, so, the 3 p.m. slot in England, they can't... Uh, they can't have that on TV. Like, they can't actually um, broadcast those games. You have to either have a match ticket or you have to illegally stream it or pay a uh, subscription. It's not on cable, which is wild. Yeah. Because it's on fucking cable in the, in the U.S. or if you subscribe to Peacock, five bucks a month, you know, not really that expensive. It's insane. We could do a whole episode on the UK broadcasting rights for the Premier League. It's insane. More people can watch Premier League games outside of the country than they can inside. It's wild. That that went off on a tangent mostly because uh, this game sucked. Oh, and... um, thank you for reminding me. Hey, JC, thank you for winning the contest. You won. Uh, oh, did he DM us? Yeah, I didn't, I didn't yeah he did. Uh, you're, I, I will buy you a nice glass of French wine the next time I see you. Okay? Done. French wine's good. It's expensive. Only the best for those who respond to the podcast. But yeah, um, I, I, I'll be 100% frank in every way, shape, or form. This game did not grace my eyes at, at all. I watched the highlight of the one goal. It was an okay goal. And, and and we're moving on. That's it. I just don't want to talk about it anymore. The final game of Saturday would have massive implications, not only for the table right now, but for the EFL Cup final coming up this weekend. Newcastle 0, Liverpool 2. Goals from Darwin Nunge and Cody Gakpo. Congratulations, Cody Gakpo, for scoring your first official goal that counts here at the EPL boys it's really good to get that one off your back and now you can you know absolutely pop off and do what you got to do I just would like to say for the record that I was the only one who predicted Liverpool to win this game now it is all fine and dandy 
They were up, Liverpool were up 2-0 at this time. And then probably the dumbest thing I've ever seen on a professional soccer field ever happened. Allison caught the entire team, franchise, fan base, everything of Newcastle absolutely sleeping by pinning a ball long to Mo Salah. And Nick Pope, I, some people are saying he slipped. I call bullshit. It, it doesn't matter. He yeah. pulled his arm out yeah. to grab yeah. it. It, it yeah. doesn't matter. <laughs> Please watch the highlight. My definition of what I'm saying does not do the situation justice. Nick Pope, full scale, held the ball 40 yards away, 30 yards away from his penalty spot. Um, auto red card, which means one thing and one thing only to the grand scheme of the big picture. Nick Pope will be suspended for the EFL Cup final on Sunday. Wow. And wow. The implications go the implications go deeper than that. I want to hear it. Because when, you don't know? I'm all ears. Oh well yes, yes, yes. So Martin Dubravka, who can't play. So Martin Dubravka started a great a good he, good goalkeeper. Started a game in the EFL Cup for Manchester United, which by the way. Again, another funny picture here. If Man United win, there will be a winner's medal for Martin Dubravka. So imagine being Martin Dubravka, who's now a Newcastle goalie again. When Man United win, I'm pretty sure his winner's medal is there. Like, I'm pretty sure that they could actually drape the winner's medal on Martin Dubravka in Newcastle equipment, which would also be just inject that picture all over the internet like imagine losing but winning um jd there's a special goalie who happens oh, yeah. who happens to be the third string goalie for newcastle well, there's there's gillespie too but it'll probably be him go ahead the, the other guy go, the other guy go ahead jd screaming from the rooftops loris carius the last time he played for an english club was in the Champions League final for Liverpool, and some and, uh, some say he's he, about to he's yeah. about to play in another final. Some say he's still concussed. Um, what if what if what if he no. just has a masterclass? Yeah, so, uh, no, 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 so, no, 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 I'm not saying yeah. he will. I don't think he will. No. What if? So that the is the internet no, will explode. That, Football Twitter will explode. That is the one of the United stand accounts I follow. Literally. Said, what, United Trey? No, yeah, no, United not, Trey, not, not yeah. United Trey. Not United Trey. Um, <laughs> flat out was just like, before we all start celebrating that we won the EFL Cup, can we all please just remember that goalies who haven't played in forever sometimes have master classes? And it's like, <laughs> yeah. I, don't get be me. Ca be careful yeah. with how happy you are right now because yeah, um, i'm not I'm, i don't think it'll happen i goris carries is not a good goalkeeper yeah what if i what if by the way for the rest of the liverpool newcastle game newcastle literally subbed on debravka and then nothing happened like jd i you can go ahead and oh yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. No, no, no. yeah liverpool let me talk about liverpool. yeah they scored both their goals great goals both of them great and we needed that before the Nick Pope red card, so I, before anybody says like, "Oh yeah, they beat you know a, you know down a man Newcastle," it's like, no, 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 they they did it before that happened. It was early on, granted, but they scored too early on. And the second half, I whatever, I'm I'm happy with any improvement 
and two games on the bounce, two nil wins, both of them. I am happy. I'm ecstatic. The fact that Liverpool found a way to beat Newcastle, I I, 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 I predicted a draw. And I still, thinking back now, I, I, I would have still predict, predicted a draw. But it's, 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 I, I've said so many times, I have no expectations of this season for Liverpool. It's funny now to think like, shit, like, all right, they have a game in hand with a lot of the teams up at the top. They, they could, they could challenge for, you know, top four now. And I, I still, again, I'll say it again. I will not say it until they're in the top four. I still have no expectations of doing anything this season. I still don't. I would just like to point out Liverpool, something, something happened. Something happened in, you know, in training in you know, behind the scenes that they have found something to kind of push them forward. You know, beating Everton 2-0. Everton suck, but that's always a huge game. And you know, the Merseyside Derby. And then now beating Newcastle, the team that doesn't lose. They just draw and get an occasional win. That's huge. Yeah. I, I don't know. I, 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 I still have no expectations, but I'm happy that something happened. Something good happened behind the scenes. And, I mean, Nunez's goal, he fucking needed that. He fucking yeah. did that. I what a fucking rock. It was by it was way. it was a very good goal. Very good I, goal. Sh- insane. And then Salah pinpoint cross to Cody Gakpo. I two games in a row that he scored. I I'm happy for him. I I I love it. So I look Liverpool could win most of the rest of their games and not make top four. And I would just be happy that the the squad is happy and they're doing well so i don't know that's all i have to say newcastle fucking didn't do anything so i agree with you they they did absolutely nothing the obviously the red card hurts them yeah you know going forward but yeah we'll preview the efl cup final on uh thursday's episode um because i believe yeah because yeah of course you would why wouldn't we we're on to sunday uh, first game of the uh, day, and it would go without, you know, of course, it's a Manchester United game. Of course, there's controversy. Manchester United 3, Leicester City, nothing. This game's scoreline does not define this game. There was a huge 25-minute stretch while the game was still 0-0 in the first half where, I'll tell you what, Leicester looked pretty good. David De Gea had to pull out some World-class saves to keep this game level at 0-0. But there is there is one man who is the hottest goal scorer in Europe, and it is currently Marcus Rashford. Marcus Rashford getting the one-on-one with the He's goalie. Getting that, hitting that far post goal. Um, the second goal happening in the second half, Marcus Rashford getting a second goal. It was tight. But VAR did get award uh, Marcus Rashford the goal. That would be his second. And then five minutes later, Jaden Sancho back into the mix. Oh, by the way, Bruno Fernandes was the key assist on all three goals. But of course, like I said, not without controversy. Sabitzer should have gotten a red card. Like I'm, I'm not. Yeah, it's, I, it's, it's, I like how, I like how, not, like unbiased everyone yeah, is. Like, yeah, yeah that, that's that, he wasn't even carded. Yeah, I, 
that was a hand up. Like that that this uh, guaranteed tomorrow when you're listening to this podcast pro ref is going to be like that should have been a red card that's our bad sorry guys like because that also too would have had huge huge implications because that would have been him out for the efl cup final and i'm not saying it's the same level as um nick Nick pope Pope, but I still haven't seen what a midfield looks like of Bruno, Sabitzer, and Casemiro. Like, one has been suspended, then the other gets suspended. And I'm just like, why can't you just try to just do what you can? Um, I, I don't know, JD. They, the, the announcers were talking about maybe because he went into the challenge slow. But I'm, like, sitting here like... I, I don't think that matters. I'm, I, you talk about a high studs-up challenge... That, I, how much higher can you get than yeah, the knee? That, I, I, I thought it was the thigh. I thought it was higher. <laughs> yeah, but, okay, well, it was ridiculous. Yeah. And it didn't even get yellow carded. You could see a clip of the ref directly viewing Yeah, I... Uh, like, there's a still of, uh, like, the ref could not have missed it. Could not have missed it. Wasn't even a foul. I, I, will, I will die on my hill by saying that the second Marcus Rashford goal was onside and VAR is doing its job. And then and I will tell you, I would tell you, it was really tight, and Lissandra Martinez fouled the Leicester City player reading no, up to it. it was so. it was such a. It, it, here's the thing. He didn't get any of the ball. It was a. He literally it was fouls soft. the player. It was soft. It he was fouls the Leicester player. I have seen. Who then kicks it back, leading up to the I goal. Have, I've, no, no, no. I have I, seen. It, it is ridiculous. I, I have seen more not get called a foul, and you can't. The thing about it is, is there's. It's the same thing as holding penalties. In um, it's the same thing as holding penalties in the NFL. If you put a microscope to every single play, you'll find the problem. It was a good goal, and I am taking nothing away from this Man United win. It is another. Th- it is another. Rashford's a bum. It's another he's great performance. His first goal. His first goal. He's selfish as fuck. I would just like to put out that this is now even making it better. So when you get fans from Chelsea, Liverpool, all now immediately. No, see now. No, 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 no. no. Here's what you have a problem with. You have a player like Marcus Rashford. He's having a good season. Great. Phenomenal. Best in Europe. Guess what? Guess what? He's a selfish player. Don't care. Don't care. Any any Don't care. good player Don't care. passes it. Don't care. There. No. On that first goal. Fuck it. Don't care. When you are the hottest finisher in world football, bum. why Absolute the bum. fuck would you ever pass the ball? You- You're going to give him a fat contract and you fuck all with it. Oh, where would I, where have I heard that before? Oh, yeah. You have one of those. You decide. Salah, Salah's been actually pretty efficient. Has he now? Can we put? Yep. Yes. Let's market. Mo Salah's gone invisible this entire fucking year. But yeah, sure, definitely. Scored last. Scored against Everton. Assisted uh, against wait, Newcastle. Hold, oh wait, hold on, hold on. Scoring against Everton is that? Is that the? That's the level we're gonna live at right now. Uh, for a Merseyside derby, yeah, sure. League league position doesn't matter. Ah, yes. Yeah, see, there we go. League position doesn't matter as long as Mo Salah got his goal against a team fighting the relegation battle. Marcus Rashford dusted off these two goals and was like, "Bring on Barcelona," which yeah, that's also yeah. In, good luck there. Yeah, can't wait. Super excited. This game will take Manchester United up two-third they would now give themselves a seven point gap from the team in fourth 
while only being three points behind Manchester City for second place, all on level games. I officially am very politely and nicely saying that I'd like Man United to stop doing this whole, like, we're in the title race thing, but, like, if City and Arsenal keep dropping points and we don't, it's gonna make me think. Final game of the weekend. It's coming on Sunday afternoon. Tottenham 2, West Ham nothing. Goals from Edison, Royale, and Son to finish it off with the second half in the second half. Um, JD, like, this is just one of those games where Spurs, it just worked. And for Tottenham, fire David Moyes now. Just, just... You mean West Ham? That's what I meant. I, 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 I'm sorry. <laughs> I know what you yeah, meant. I'm, I'm, but... I'm sorry. West Ham just need to fire David Moyes. Like, you... They should have fired him two yeah, years ago. <laughs> they should have, they, yes. But... I don't know, JD. Tot- Bring back Slavin Bilic. T- Tottenham. Oh, that's actually not a bad shout. Uh, Tottenham getting now back up into the top four with Newcastle dropping points. That's pretty big. That's pretty big for this Tottenham side because these are the type of games that Tottenham would overthink. You know, Antonio Conte's still not there. But, hey, JD, 2 nothing, job done. Move on to the next, right? I I think they did overthink this game. And it took them bringing on Sun Young Min to really play like they should be playing. I I don't know. I, I think this is a deserved win. Don't get me wrong from Spurs. Uh, Emerson Royale, you know, assisted by Ben Davies, the two wing backs licking up. That's that's a cool goal. I, I'm not a, I'm not a fan of either players in a, in any sense, but I also don't hate either player. It's it's fun positionally to see like. If Andy Robertson sets up a Trent Alexander-Arnold goal, I that the neutral would say like, okay, that's cool. You know, two guys that don't really score. That's a cool goal. Son, you know, getting a pass from Kane and just doing what Son is capable of. I think the commentators laughed about it. They were like, oh yeah, they should just start Son on the bench every game. That's uh, I don't know. He's a really good player. Like I, I think it just worked out for them here. I don't know. The first half was not great from Spurs. It, I'm not saying it was any better from West Ham. It was a bore. But good win for Spurs. Keeps them in fourth place because Newcastle dropped points. I don't know. This, this I think it's more interesting. There's two separate you know levels here. Arsenal, City, United. They're really vying at this point for the title. But you know really for those top three spots. And then Tottenham, Newcastle, Fulham, Brighton, Liverpool, Brentford. I'm going to take Chelsea out of that. For those European spots, whether it's, you know, the fourth spot of Champions League, the fifth spot of Europa League, and then the sixth spot of Europa Conference League. I, it's going to be really interesting. And both are very interesting. So I, it, the, the storylines being drawn here with teams that shouldn't be dropping points, dropping points. This is why the Premier League is the best league in the world. I have so many complaints about this league, the refereeing, the you know teams doing certain, making certain moves. I have so many complaints, but in the end, this league is the best league in the world. You're not gonna hear, not gonna get an argument from me. I, I truly love the wonder. I love the anybody can beat anybody. I love that. Like you said, we're not allowed to have normal weekends in this league. We are just not allowed to do normal. So, 
we have uh, a few Champions League games coming up. JD, Liverpool, really quickly. Liverpool are going up this weekend against Real Madrid. How you feeling? Couple wins on the bounce. So you're, you know, what, what are we thinking? So the game on Tuesday is at Anfield. Um, I'm not expecting, I'm not expecting Liverpool to win this tie. I think they will, they, I think they will give a good performance at Anfield. I, I, I think I'm, I'm confident that Liverpool will play well. Whether that means a win or a draw, I don't think they'll lose. But I, I'm actually really leaning more towards a draw. And and maybe even if even if that's a zero zero draw, I'll be happy. Go out, you know, at home, cool. And then they'll go to the Bernabeu and lose. I, that, that's probably what's gonna happen. So I, I, I have no expectation. I've said it before. I have no expectation for Liverpool this season. Cool. I'm just I I would like to see a good performance at Anfield. If they get a one 0 win, cool. They'll lose three nothing at the Bernabeu. So I and I expect that. So I it's fine. Um, but I don't know. It's cool that Liverpool are just still in the Champions League. It's fun to think, you know, where they are on the table now. So Frankfurt go up against Napoli, and I know. Most of our listeners do not follow Serie A. Napoli is probably the best team in Europe right now, so pray for Frankfurt because that game easily could be 8-1. Frankfurt's good, though. They can be good. Napoli is just something that's just unreal. I know, I, but it's it's any yeah. given European night. I guess. Inter go up against, yeah, any- Inter go up against Porto. Uh, I'll be honest, uh, Porto will probably sneak this. I, I'm not going to lie. Just the Portuguese teams are just sneaky this way. But, J.D., RB Leipzig go up against Man City. RB Leipzig are home. What are you thinking is going to... What are you thinking before we move to Europa? City just do well in the Champions League until it matters. And this game, this tie does not matter. They'll, they'll just lose when it matters. They won't win the Champions League ever. So, I, I they'll probably win this one. And finally... United versus Barcelona is going to be on Thursday. Um, I think I've made my points pretty valid. You know, Barcelona are going to be out with, be without their starting three midfielders. Manchester United will have back. I think for the first time you will have the Casemiro Sabitzer combo in the midfield. Uh, Martinez is back from his suspension. You're getting Manchester United back healthier almost back to full 100% uh, strength for their squad. I At home, I, I think at this point I'm now expecting Man United to beat Barcelona. I am, you know, because for giant chunks of the game against Barcelona in Spain, they were the better team. So for me, I, I, I don't know. I just think, I, I think the, like, I'm going to go into this game expecting Man United to win. So... That's all I'm gonna say there. Yeah, uh, I, 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 you should, you should expect United to win. It's Barcelona, and this is a huge tie in the Europa League, which is funny that both these teams are there. Anything could happen. It's, it's, it's tied. What? It's two two, right? Yeah, two two. But, go, yeah. but go, again, away goals don't count anymore. Yeah, so. yeah the, the goal, like the away goals don't matter. So it's 0 0. 
this is the game that defines it. So I, I, I don't know. I, I can't pick a winner. Oh, really quickly. I'm again. This is me just looking ahead. Um, Newcastle is supposed to be playing Brighton this weekend, but they are going to be playing in the Carabao Cup final the day after. They were the seven thirty slot. The Premier League is just deciding to keep four ten a.m. slots instead of bumping one of those teams to seven thirty. You're all you're lazy. Premier League. So wait, there's no there's no seven thirty. No seven thirty game on Saturday. Like wow. like instead of bumping one of the ten a.m. games to the seven thirty slot, you're just it's be it's because it's because. They can't broadcast on cable any of those 10 a.m. games. Well, 3 p.m. games in the U.K. The way to watch them in the U.K. is you have to be subscribed to, you know, Amazon Prime, Sky Sports, whatever. That's why. That's why they're not doing it. Because they could show a game on cable for anyone who isn't subscribed to all those services. But they won't. Because those are the same companies that are pumping millions of dollars, or millions of pounds in this case into the premier league that is why they won't do it everybody put on your tinfoil hats it's time for conspiracy time um really quickly i'm gonna go over the pick totals uh from this last week uh the fans and myself both had three correct picks jd did i only have one jd you had zero did i have zero you had, zero. Oh, that you had... yeah but my team my team won so i'm, I'm at least happy there you go all right yeah um but i only have zero wow that's that might be a first. Yeah, I, I was. Get... I was just thinking: is this the first time with a full ten game slot we've had? That's possible. Like, yeah. Honestly, I'll give you credit. Like, I feel like it's almost harder to get all of them wrong than getting them all right. Like, well, even even look, I'm looking back at the results. Like, Villa, I picked Villa to beat Arsenal. They could have. Yeah. <laughs> Based on the game, they, that could have happened. Um, I mean, everyone pick chelsea to beat southampton and you know fuck like everyone lost that one and and city to beat nottingham forest like every no one was giving forest any credit nope. there no nope. rightfully so i they shouldn't have been so i this this was a weird week yeah no uh it's every week is fucking weird in this league um thank you so much everyone once again 200 episodes is like in the grand scheme of the big universe 200 episodes is nothing, but, you know, two episodes a week for the majority of the weeks during the season, one episode a week uh, during the off-season or international breaks. You know, we, we did what we did over the World Cup. We've had wonderful guests. We've had the amazing opportunity to meet a lot of interesting people, have interesting conversations, and all talk about the sport that we really, truly love. 200 episodes is a personal milestone for JD and I that we truly take to heart it's something that we carry it's doing podcasts and i'm not saying doing podcasts is this thing that no one can do or it's super easy but 200 episodes is something really to be proud of so i don't know about jd i am super proud to be a part of this podcast team doing what we do 200 episodes is a feat a lot of people can't consistently stay up with but at the exact same time, I would like to say congratulations to you, the listeners, because for those who have been with us since day one, or even if you haven't been here since day one and you've come halfway along the journey like I have, 200 episodes 
is a, a feat for yourself because you've been a part of this process with us and those 200 episodes don't happen without you and from the bottom of at least my heart and I, I believe JD will say the exact same thing we are very very much appreciative of these 200 episodes and we hope that we can make you proud in the next 200 I've been here since the beginning and I will absolutely be here until the end hopefully not anytime soon we're hoping for the next 200. So thank you all for listening. I know some of you have been here since the very beginning, and I appreciate that so much. We we have never made money from this podcast. It's And I want that to be said. I I mix this podcast, and this, this is fun to talk about because normally I wouldn't. We have never made money from this podcast because I've, I personally have – and I've talked to Matt about this. I have chosen not to – monetize it at this moment maybe you know down the road if we get you know thousands of listeners an episode yeah of course maybe you'll hear an ad i could have put ads in i could have i could have done it a year and a half ago i could have it's it was just a choice that it, it's didn't feel right and i like i don't it's not like this is my full-time job this is neither of our full-time jobs we just do it out of the passion that we have for soccer, football, whatever you want to call it, and the Premier League. Maybe if we, you know, have some success going down the road where we have a, you know, a influx of listeners or something like that, yeah, you might hear an ad, but right now you're not going to hear ads because we have made a decision to not put them in. I could do it. I could do it, but I won't. Because it, it it would it would go against what I want this podcast to be, and I I like to think I, I like that I like that I like that you listeners don't have to hear a fucking stupid ass ad that I you know I didn't record and it was just a sponsored thing for you know the the company that distributes this, and I I like that and I hope you guys do too. So, cheers to a lot more content from us because i fucking love doing it and i i i like to believe matt does but he does a shit ton of other stuff so um speaking of that note um please um let's talk about manscape guys let's talk about manscape it is it is it is the lawn the lawnmower 4.0 yeah the lawnmower 4.0 um also while get your pu- get your pubes nice and fucking less hairy. and then take 800 milligrams of g fuel caffeine before yeah, and, like and get your first two weeks of hello fresh yes delivered right to your door free of charge just but you also have to sign up for a six-month subscription before that with a credit card on file um, oh uh, but by, that that was quick you didn't hear yeah, that b- uh, b- by the way uh disclaimer do not take 800 milligrams of g fuel don't fucking do it we want you to live and that's yeah just don't do it and this this ad read is brought to you by raid shadow legends get your get your next legend using our promo code epl boys down in the description please and i want all of you listening to understand this is all satire nobody's paying us um all of these ads that we just joked about are bullshit ads. Like I would, I would uh, shout JD, out JD, JD, a legitimate company. JD, JD. I would shout out legitimate, a legitimate company if they DM'd me or the or the podcast and said, you know, hey, like we'd love to for you to shout us out. Absolutely. Like I will say, like oh, like if I like you know if I like your product or service, like I won't do it for money. Like fuck that. 
But seriously, if Natural Light <laughs> wanted to hit us up with a, uh, you know, that's yeah, different. That's, that's that's not a company. That's a, that's a vision. That's a vision. That's that's the dream. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again so very, very much for all the love and support. We can't thank you enough. These 200 episodes have been phenomenal. If you are not already, please hit the follow button on Instagram to be up to date with everything here at the EPL Boys Camp. As well, please hit the subscribe button on every single streaming platform you listen to us on to be up to date with everything here from the EPL Boys Camp. For JD, 200 times from Matt 200 times. Be safe, be well, and we will see you guys for episode 201. Peace out, motherfuckers. The boys are back in town. The boys are back in town.